Yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we'll dive into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B and have some fun along the way. My name is Jessica Cross, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Marketing Off the Mat. It's Jess. I'm so excited that you're here today because I have a great episode for you with my friend Kat Sinuski. Kat is a business coach for wellness entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, and healers. She's a yoga teacher. She's got a wealth of knowledge from not only teaching, but being in the events industry with her company, Be Well Events. And she's also the host of Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. You're going to love this episode because we're talking all about building wealth in wellness. And yes, if you're listening, you're saying, how is that possible? Trust me, my friends, it is possible. And she's going to help us see how. So take a listen. Hey, Kat, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Super happy to be here. I'm glad you're here too. Thanks for taking the time. And we just love to have you and, and learn all the wonderful things that you're doing and all the wonderful things that you're bringing into the world and sharing with teachers that are listening. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. So of course we got to start at the top. So I would love to know a little bit about you and your career journey and how it brought you to today. Yes. This is always such a loaded question where I'm like, <laughs> okay, how far back do we want to take this? <laughs> I'll try to keep it concise though. So my, um, journey here, I'll start with my, uh, like finding yoga. Cause that's like a lot more concise and relevant. So, um, in, I think it was like eight years ago. Now I got my yoga certification kind of funny story going into that. I had taken one yoga class and fell in love. It was a hot yoga class, a Bikram style at the time. And I don't practice that anymore, but it was my first class. And I was like, wow, that was the most challenging and intense thing I feel like I've ever done. Um, and I was just immediately hooked it, uh, yoga helped me really overcome a lot of grief and just change my personal life at first. Um, from there I was working in corporate, corporate sales and business management for several years and kind of like really drawn to my yoga practice and teaching on the side, but didn't have a lot of time and was really like doing the corporate hustle and all like one day, pretty much I was so burnt out and I was like frustrated that I couldn't spend enough time teaching yoga or in my yoga classes like I wanted. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on a yoga retreat. And I Googled yoga retreats, found one in Tulum in like four or five weeks from the time that I was looking and I was like, I'm going to do it. And, and, uh, this is like a good inside look of how I can be semi impulsive in my decisions. When I feel like they're aligned, I'm like, let's go, we're jumping in. Um, and in corporate, you know, I always felt guilty taking time off as I think many people do when they're like trying to climb the corporate ladder and be the best employee. Yes. And so that was totally me. I felt so guilty. I was terrified to ask for the time off. And I was like, you know what? I just need to do it. Um, and that was really like the starting point and the catalyst for me wanting to live my life in a different way. I was in Tulum on the beach doing yoga twice a day, like surrounded by the coolest humans from all over that were telling me about their travels and around Asia and just like all of these amazing things. And I was like, 
I'm overflowing with joy, with creativity. Like this is my zone. And I know, yes, when you go on vacation, a lot of people are like, yes, I just need to be on vacation my whole life. But that gave me so much clarity and space to really actually think about my life instead of the go, 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 hustle, 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 corporate life, do what you're supposed to do kind of thing. So that was really like the wake up point. And I actually told all my family I was staying in Mexico and I was like, I'm just gonna teach yoga on the beach. Like, I'll just find a way to survive. I don't know what I'll do. I'll just figure it out. And (laughs) I didn't do that. I I went back to corporate in Boston, but, and then like eight months later, I went on another yoga retreat. And so I really kind of made this decision of, I'm going to work towards this life. And I know that I wanna pursue this. I know that I wanna be traveling. I wanna be teaching yoga. I wanna be impacting people on a large scale. I wanna be filled with purpose. I wanna be doing what I love and I need to figure out a way to make that happen. And so it was many years, like a couple of years after that, but I, I made some decisions. I you know, left the really intense corporate job I was in to find a more flexible outside sales job and I was working that, I took off and did my 500 hour teacher training in India. Like I started an events company, a wellness events company and was teaching, you know, like three to seven classes regularly um, each week on the side. So I was like moving in that direction, but really afraid to leave corporate because of this idea that I think is very prevalent in the wellness industry and in the yoga industry is that you can't make money, you can't support yourself, and you definitely can't make abundant money or generate wealth as a yoga instructor or a wellness leader or like just doing what you love. It's like that whole starving artist thing, right? Of like, you just can't have both. You have to sacrifice your purpose and your fulfillment for money or you have to sacrifice your finances and like just scrape by and do what you love. And so I was, I really struggled with that a lot. And I was like funding all of my yoga trainings with my corporate job. Like I, I have like over 700 hours of yoga teacher trainings and I got most of them within like a year and a half, I think. <laughs> I just went so hard on all the trainings possible. Um, and then took off to India for a month to get my 500 hour. And then it was about eight months later. I finally was like, you know what? I'm just jumping in. If there's always sales jobs out there, you know, if I really can't figure it out, I'll be able to find another job. I'll make it work. But like, I need to, I need to give this a shot for my sanity and I need to try my hardest at it. And, um, then the rest was kind of history. I, really dove into my events company. I started a festival the first year. We got 300 people, 20 community vendors, um, like tons of partners. That was really exciting. And then everyone kind of started asking me like, hey, how do I build my community with events? How do I grow on Instagram? How do I grow my community? How do I you know, fill events and do this? So I naturally started my coaching business, um, built a lot of online courses and then the pandemic hit and just that just expanded and grew and all the things and yeah now we're here <laughs> so Amazing. hard to do that sure I'm sorry I feel like I took so long <laughs> no it was incredible like it wouldn't have even been as good if you'd left any of it out so I know just, like what do I <laughs> that's so good that's so good it's so good I resonate so much with your story and I know a lot of people that are listening to have felt that like 
you know, you, you do all the things that you're, you think you're supposed to do to mm. be successful and you're in this role and you're like, something is wrong. Like, I'm yes. not sure what, but I've got to figure this out. And you did it. You dove in and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll figure it out. And the worst cases is you just, you just go get another job. And right. that's not even that bad, right? Like there, there are much worse cases, worse cases in, in the, in the world to have. So yeah, like that's such a good point too. I love that you just said that because the worst case scenario is it that you're in the same exact place as you were. Like you end up in the same place. So what's the worst case scenario if you don't try it? You know, it's so much worse. Right. Oh, yes. Like the, I, I'm sure there's tons of old adages that we could throw in here, but like the regrets or, you know, you know, no regrets. Yeah. So, <laughs> so true. Oh, it's so good. So gosh, you got to travel and try all this amazing stuff and you're, and you did figure it out. You did figure out how to make this thing happen. It's so mm. inspiring. It's been an amazing journey and one that I definitely wouldn't trade for anything. So well, always so happy that I made that decision. I am too, because we wouldn't be talking if you hadn't. So, <laughs> so, you know, through, through this, you were talking about how you were, you built your events company and you had a lot of success there. You started growing your business and people are like, will you please coach me? Like, please help me figure this thing out. And you're yeah. more than willing to be like, yes, come with me. Let's, let's do this thing. And abundantly, that's one of the things right. that you talked about is wealth. And that's, it's such a you know, prevalent, um, mindset that I think many mm. of us in this industry have is like, you know, it's either, you know, too scary to charge or you don't want to charge too much. You don't yeah. want to take up too much space, mm-hmm. you know, all of those, all of those things that we deal with as, you know, human beings in business and especially I think as yogis. So, yes. you know, tell me a little bit more about how you coach your, teachers and your other wellness professionals in your programs, like how do we build wealth mm. and how do we kind of get over some of this like mindset stuff about charging for what, what we're offering? Yeah. Such a good question. And you definitely hit the nail on the head with, it really is like the mindset around what you're worth and charging your value. I like my coaching process on the more official, like, um, answer for this is permission process and power. So what I really find is that mindset's the first thing, like the permission to go bigger, the permission to expand, the permission to dream big and and actually decide that it's going to be possible for you and not stay stuck small. Like you could maybe relate to this. When I first quit my um, corporate job, my only goal was to like pay my basic bills. And I downsized a lot to like, okay, I gotta be careful. I gotta, I gotta conserve money. I'm not gonna make any money. So I need to make sure all my bills are cheap and you know, I need to get a roommate and like whatever. And so my original goal was like, I think, you know, a couple thousand, you know, it was just something to just get by. Like, what can I do to just make enough to live? And expanding that vision, knowing like there's so much more possible for you. Like people spend money, what you offer is so valuable. And it's really about stepping into that, owning it and understanding it and and just really putting it out there. The process is like where I think a lot of people get hung up on is because they're like, but what am I gonna offer for a bigger amount of money? Like I'm not gonna charge $4,000 for a yoga class, <laughs> you know, like how am I gonna reach my goal? And so I see a lot of people get stuck in this process of 
Like what is the pathway for me to make more abundant in like a higher earnings? And how am I going to make it happen without teaching 20 yoga classes a week and burning myself the F out? You know, like mm-hmm. you can't do that. So um, that's the second phase that I teach people a, a proven process of breaking all the financials down of, okay, how are you going to get there? What's your background? What is your unique zone of genius? And how can you bundle that into a super transformational offer where you go way deeper with clients doing what you love, but in a higher transformative way and then you also have your classes and you know but you can kind of scale back and then the last phase is power so that is really stepping in and owning your power and knowing that the work you do is so valuable that comes through a lot with like confidence of sales skills marketing your messaging like building the leadership behind the bold leadership trusting yourself it's all of those pieces that really boost your power Um, And of course, like there's so many ways to do all of those things, right? But that's kind of like the overview of what I guide clients through. Mm, I love, I love all of that. And and I can, again, I find I'm like, do we have the same story? (laughs) I know. I'm like, wait, I would love to (laughs) These ideas is like, like how much, you know, how little can I get by on those thoughts that we have as we're, you know, kind of making this leap and it's Mm. like, you want to contract and and downsize. And it's actually almost, I think, energetically like blocking you from Mm. receiving because you're almost like, well, you know, I I need to keep my fists closed. I need to keep everything minimum where it's actually like, okay, maybe if I just trust a little bit, maybe things will work if, if we allow them to, instead of trying totally. to push and grab and pull and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I so agree with you there. A hundred percent. It's like, once you have the palms open and you're like, let's receive, let's like, let's allow this to happen and let's trust that it's possible. Then things can really move and shift. Yeah. And you don't have to teach 20 classes a week to make that happen. <laughs> Exactly. I could never get on board. I don't know if you, did you ever teach the like 20 classes a week? I have friends that did, but I never personally taught that many. Likewise, like I say, I know many teachers in, in, in my circles out there that have done it and are still doing it. And yeah, I, to me, like, I think the most I ever taught while working full time was eight, maybe 10 Mm, at, yeah. at one time and that was that's what same I went out the gate really hard I was like, yes let me give me give me all the classes I want to teach yes teach. but boy that burnout city came probably even quicker than yeah and people don't like if you're not a teacher especially because I see people with this idea of like that's only like 10 hours a week why are you so like burnt out by it and it's it's not just the hours that you're teaching, right? It's making playlists, it's showing up early, it's staying late, it's talking to students, it's maybe cleaning the studio, it's, you know, like marketing yourself on social media, it's all of the things, and it's energetically draining to give, give, give in that way and, and hold all of that space and energy. It can become like an energetic drain. Mm, it is. It, it- it's really when you add up all of the things that it takes to teach a single 60 minute flow class or you, whatever right. style it is that you teach, it's minimum wage at best. It, yeah, exactly. Maybe, I don't even want to add it up. Like it's probably a lot less than that. 
right as it spreads out for that you know single hour that you're actually paid for exactly not to mention a lot of people struggle getting that many like a lot of mm -hmm. teachers even if they think they want that many classes before they do it it's can be a struggle to get that many classes and then you're running studio to studio no benefits you know it's just it's like it can get turn into a crazy rat race. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and, uh, you know, props to the people that do it and, and it works right. for them. And I'm, I'm so glad. And also mm. there's another way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent for sure. So in terms of another way, so like, what kind of advice would you have for somebody who's maybe in that rat race mode, trying to collect all these classes and mm. go to and from and, and add up just so they can make just enough Right. to get by like what what advice would you have for them if they're listening so of course expanding the vision knowing that a lot more than that is possible one of the things that was big in in my journey of really going from trying to get by to then okay i want to be successful i want to reach more people i want to have a six-figure business you know and then seeing people that have six multi-six seven figure you know it's like there's so much more possible so getting yourself in the room with those people like listening to podcasts like this you like following people like that, that are expanding your vision on what is possible for you, people that you can relate to, people that you jive with and that you feel like similar to and knowing that if she can do it, you can too, like a hundred percent. So that's definitely it. I'm, I'm a more tangible, like, okay, but, but, but then how do I do it? Um, my process that I have love the most is creating a higher ticket core offer something that you're known for something that really brings together all of your unique strengths and everything like your experience yes if you're a yoga instructor obviously like pieces of yoga but then maybe mindset maybe wellness maybe you like loved herbals like growing up or like that's a huge passion of yours like could you weave that in like making it a more a, a deeper transformation and then really zeroing in of course the marketing of like who it's for who's going to get the biggest transformation from this and charging a legitimately good price that you're worth you know for a transformation like that and really standing in your power so I mean, obviously there's like so many pieces we could go into there, but I would say that's um, one of the main thing is actually having an offer that is at a higher ticket price where you can really focus on going deeper with less amount of people instead of, like I always use the example of if you do the math on say a, say you're making $40 um, from a class or even like you have a PDF or something like that. Like, what is the math to get if your goal is, um, let's just say, like $5,000 months, you would have to sell 125 of those a month, right, to reach your, reach your goal. You know, if you, have a, if you have a deep transformation, a higher ticket that's maybe 2,500, you sell two of those a month. So you're focused on a much more narrow. So it's like kind of breaking down the math, but also doing it in a way that really utilizes all of your skills and really drives your feeling of fulfillment and purpose and like you're able to operate in your zone of genius. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just the sheer quantity of that very simple math equation, I think really drives it home. It's like, it's not 
unkind to charge a higher amount because not only are you paying your bills so you can continue to show up and teach the yoga, mm. help women, you know, whatever it is that you're so passionate about and that we need in this world. It's like those people are going to get a very high touch environment and they're going to get a lot out of it versus if they're just going to your, you know, weekly Saturday yoga class. It's yeah. so much bigger than that. I love that you said that too, because that's a huge part of it. People think that they can help more people or they can make a bigger impact by charging less. And that is like a really messed up mindset that I see a lot of, of like, and obviously done in the right place. You know, people, they just want to help more people on a deeper way. And they think, you know, if I do donation classes or if I do things super cheap, that it will be more accessible to everyone. And then I can help more people and really create transformation but you're, you're really doing your clients a disservice for that because they don't have the opportunity or the invitation to take it deeper. And when clients spend, invest financially more in the transformation that they want, they're so much more likely to show up and do the work for it and actually get the transformation and actually really change their lives. Oh yes. I so agree with that. It's like, uh, I, I love a good freebie for when yeah. it makes sense. Absolutely. Right. But also too, like if I'm going to sign up for your free, you know, yoga class or webinar or whatever that it is that you have versus the thing that I paid, you know, $250 for a one, one-time thing, or, you know, a big, bigger program that we were talking right. about the 25 K like, or two, yeah. uh, 250,000 is a lot. That's not exactly what I meant. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be a really great program <laughs> that would be a very high ticket hey That's there's people that are charging that i'm sure there, there definitely are there's at every price point <laughs> yes there absolutely are but if you're out you're gonna do that 2500 program i'm gonna right. sh i'm gonna show up for that like i will oh, yeah. be there because i've invested yeah. my time on time energy. with questions yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not gonna miss those appointments absolutely oh um, and I liked what you said about the freebie too, because I think a lot of people think in their minds like, oh, if I only can charge all these expensive prices, like that's not true either. When you are making more abundant money and you are, you know, operating from a place of overflow, then that overflow trickles out to all of these ways that you can offer for, you know, free. Like you could do a donation class or you could donate more to charity because you have the overflow to operate from. And something that I hear a lot from clients who go through this process too, is like when they're teaching yoga classes or something like that, you know, they would, they were stressed. They were always trying to make more money. They were tired. They were showing up and not really able to give their full energy to their clients in the same way that once they had the income coming in from a deeper transformation, then it be it like, created so much joy around the classes and relieved the pressure of, I need this to be all of my income, these like weekly live classes. Mm, that's so, that is so good. It's, it's opening yourself up to a deeper level of service because you're not moving from that place of hustle all the time just to pay yeah. your bills. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's so good. That is so good. Mm. So if you, had one thing that you could go back to a previous version of you and could tell her something that would save you a lot of headaches, maybe a sleepless night or two, what would it be? Invest in business support. Like, 
immediately instead of all like don't get me wrong i love continuing education and i will always continue doing teacher trainings like my my like where i really shine is in more like power vinyasa and um obviously like i, I love to do vibey meditations and journaling prompting and bring in more of the spirituality and go deeper in that but i really like thrive in that but it's always so amazing doing restorative yoga, like tying on those trainings, doing, you know, sup yoga, aerial yoga, like all of the things. And I'll never stop that. So I don't want this to come across as like, you're wasting your time with yoga teacher trainings. But a lot of people, myself included, when I was starting this journey thought, yeah, right. It like the more, the more hours I have behind my title, the more money I'll make because the more people will take me seriously, the more teaching gigs I'll get and just like magically I'll make a lot more money. Um, and what I really need, and this is coming from somebody with, you know, 13 years in sales and marketing. And I wasn't like piecing that together because it can be different on the online space and all of these things. Anyways, if I had have invested in a program that, taught me the business skills, like an actual business coach at the beginning and like really helped me hone in my marketing get clear on who I could serve the best, get clear on what I was most passionate about doing and really like clarify all of that and connect it to a really solid offer. I would have wasted so much. I mean, I would have saved so much time and energy of myself like running around and like trying to do everything the cheapest way and working way many, way more hours than I ever needed to, you know, like I just would have saved myself so much more time and ease. And I like to say that I had to go through that because that's not what I help people do. So I'm like, you know what? It was all for a reason. I had to go through it because now I can teach other people how not to do that. Yes. <laughs> but that yes. would be the biggest thing for me. And I've, um, myself in the last almost three years, I have not gone without a coach. Like I've been a part of either like high level mentoring or a coaching program of like some sort of coaching container for the last three years, because once you, and I don't know if you have experience, like how much experience, yeah, you have, but it's like, once you start, you're like, holy moly, <laughs> I don't ever wanna not do this. Yes, I, I, I remember once I got into my first coaching container, I was like, why did I wait so long? Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And to, you know, to your point, it's just like, it, it feels like progress when we're collecting all of these trainings Yeah, and they do serve, they, you know, mm. we learn, we get to, you know, practice, we get to be in community with other teachers and fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yes, of course. And then, you know, being with like-minded people always feels amazing, but as far as yeah. like actually up-leveling your business and getting to that point where you're not, you know, collecting all of your classes and subbing on top of all of that, just to, you know, make rent. That's right. That's what it's going to take. It, it's really the next level. Yes. A hundred percent. And, and that's not something I, I feel like a lot of yoga instructors think about. And, and maybe it's that block of, because I'm not right now making enough money to validate a big spend in my mind like that, then I can't see. And, and that's like one of the blocks that I had at a point too, is like, I can't really see that paying off because you're not opened up to the possibility of having a 12,000, 20,000, $50,000 launch yet. Like, so you're like, 
oh, that's not even possible for me until it is. And then you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> that $5,000 really worked for me. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh my gosh. And then it's the same. I think we idealize yoga teacher training so much and we, yeah. you know, we almost have this hunger for it at, that we're like, yeah. however I need to do to get this paid, I'm in this training. It's happening. Right. You'll figure it out. You'll yeah. figure it out. It's the same thing with coaching. It's like, it, totally. you need it just as much as you need those trainings. Yep. I a hundred percent agree. And I would say like one more answer to your question outside of that on more of like a personal within yourself, it would just be to trust myself and trust my path and know that it was going to work out if I committed to it. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's something that you can put yourself through a lot of unnecessary stress and like always needing to kind of like, how is this going to turn out? What's the answer going to be like, I need to control this instead of knowing, you know, like this is aligned for me. I'm going to show up for it. And I know that if I keep taking bold aligned action, then it's going to happen. And I need to trust in that vision actually coming true and not staying as a dream. Hmm. That's beautiful. And the, we have this, this idealized thing about time is that we just, that it's infinite and we all know, we can all, you know, rationalize, well, you know, of course we only have so many hours a day, so many years to be on this planet, to try things, but really we don't know how much time we have. So really True. what choice do we have, but to trust ourselves? Exactly. Yeah. It's mm. so good. So good. Ah. <laughs> I'm so motivated now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so tell me what kind of cool things do you have coming up that we can check out? Oh, so I have a live event, Be Well Fest, actually. I have ever since that first year, this is the fourth year that um, it's live. Um, this one is all on, it is in New England, so depending on where you are and how far you want to travel, um, but that's on May 1st. It's all, um, it's a half-day wellness immersion and half-day business immersion by all sorts of successful people in the wellness and fitness industry. Um, so that's really exciting. And then I have a kind of secret offer that's coming um, this in a couple months that is all about event and retreat planning. Um, let's see. My mastermind is gonna be starting again this summer. Those are the those are the big ones. I feel like there's like always so many things, but <laughs> those exciting. are some upcoming things. Yeah, those are really great. That's incredible. I love that you're you're getting to do your live events for the fourth year in the row, no matter what COVID has done in the past few well, years. That's so great. Last year was virtual, unfortunately, but yes, we're back at it this year, and I am so excited about it. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for you. That's so great. Well, we'll be sure to put all the links in the show notes. Oh. So people, they happen to be local or they want to check out your mastermind and all the other yeah. cool stuff that you have coming up. We'll yeah. make sure that that's accessible for everybody. And then how can we follow you? You can find me on Instagrams, mostly where I hang out at Kat Sanuski. Uh, hopefully you'll have the name spelled out, but it's C-Y-N-E-W-S-K-I. I know that one can trip people up. Um, yeah. And then my website is katsanuski.com. And I actually have a um, free offer that's abundance called Abundance Activation. That's a three-part training series that I'd be happy to share the link with you here too, if you'd like. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to grab that so we can share that with everybody who's listening. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on. This is amazing. Of course. Thank you for having me. It was such an amazing conversation. Thank you. 
I'm so glad that you got to hang out with us today. Kat is incredible. And I'm glad that we got to spend a little bit of time listening about how to build wealth in our business. It's possible, it's attainable, and it is definitely possible for you too, if you're listening. So definitely go give her a follow over on Instagram. It's at Kat Sinuski, K-A-T. C-Y-N-E-W-S-K-Y and also at the same.com for all of her incredible offers that she mentioned. We also have those links here in the show notes and go give her podcast a follow. It's the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Send me a DM on Instagram if you took a listen. If there's any takeaways that you had, I would love to hear about it. You can follow me at jessicacross.co on IG. I hope to see you over there and have you over for the next episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram and at jessicacross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.